I don't need to be visible. I don't need everyone wow. to thank me. Mm-hmm. I don't need my name in lights. I'll be a friend behind the scenes and have been the friend behind the scenes to many people that no one yeah. would ever know. Like, True. like, but a lot of people don't want to be an invisible friend. They want to be the visible friend. Mm-hmm. They want to be the celebrated. And I think we put our high maintenance out there. It's really hard to mentor high maintenance. Hey everyone, welcome back to the So Good Sisterhood Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Mullins, and my husband Todd and I pastor Christ Fellowship Church together. The So Good Sisterhood Podcast is all about investing in every girl from every generation to live intentionally, lead confidently, and love generously. And hopefully, it will leave you saying, that was so good. We're back for part two of an incredible conversation that we started last time with Charlotte Gamble. Today, we're going to be talking about the collective call that is on each of our lives and how it is impossible to live out your calling and purpose outside of the gift of community. So if you haven't heard last week's episode, make sure you go back and listen to part one now. For the rest of us, let's dive in and hear more about how to speak courage into someone's calling and invite the right people to do the same for you. Let's dive in. You know, I think too, when I, when I think about those women, you know, and I think, how old were they about, you know, just yeah. probably the age we are now, yeah. you know, yeah. some close to our age. Yeah. Um, and I just wonder too, if they had no idea the influence that they had, mm-hmm. if they had no idea that, that their, right. their encouragement, the, the right. strength and the, what the fuel that their encouragement right. could have provided. Right. Um, and, and I wonder too, sometimes when I think about women and some of our listeners, it, I think sometimes they don't think the, of themselves as right. influencers, right. influencers, as mentors, right. as coaches, and they have, they don't know the value right. of their words right. and the influence that they have. And what would you say to someone if you were sitting across the table right now who might be, you know, they might be withholding. They may not be right. booing audibly, right. Right, right, but right. they may be withholding, right. you know, grace. They may be withholding opportunity from somebody else that, right. that's younger than them, right. that's more gifted than them. What right. would you say to them? I think I'd say, think of your own journey mm-hmm. and think of all the places in your journey where you felt that void. Mm-hmm. And then ask yourself, do I want someone else to feel how I felt? Mm-hmm. Like when you didn't have a clue what to do with that young baby, right. or you didn't have a clue what to do in that new job scenario, or you weren't sure what to do in that role that you ended up in in the church that you didn't see yourself ending up in. Like the times when we felt the void, when I felt a void, there was no one there to speak to me. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go and ask the guy because that would have been weird, but I needed another woman to come alongside right. me. The time when I was going through my infertility and I'm like I wish someone would tell me their story so I don't feel the pain of this on my own you know the time when we navigate things you know your kids are going through that season I remember going through the season of having the children and traveling and then feeling like does anyone else do this does like I don't even know is this right Mm -hmm. like so I'd say to those women think of all the times when you felt that and why would God not use you mm-hmm. to be someone else's answer to prayer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The very thing, like sow the very seed that you felt was lacking that was sown to that. you. Sow the seed that changes their tomorrow. Sow the seed now for somebody else that mm-hmm. no one sowed for you. Recognize it. I think that's what it's like when you have a garden and you don't know until everything blooms that you've got a gap in your planting. You know, and you're like, man, mm-hmm. if I'd have put some plants in there, I wouldn't have had that gap in the yeah. edge. I wouldn't have had that gap in the, you know, in the garden display. And we can see it because we're older. Mm-hmm. Our lives have blossomed, but there was a gap. And now yeah. we get to go and put seed in the ground so that another season from now, there's not a gap. 
And the more of those gaps we fill, the less the enemy can plant weeds in right, them. Right, right. And don't you think that the enemy is just so defeated when we sow the seed that was not planted in yeah, our lives? Right. I mean, I just think there is like a blessing on yeah. that, a favor that comes with yeah. that because it comes from a place of sacrifice. Right. And when we sacrificially give and, you know, to just see for the sole purpose of seeing somebody else. Right fulfill their calling, right. somebody else. Right. You know, and again, I think that's why God is just using and blessing what he's doing through you mm. and in you right now with the collective, mm. the fruit of that, mm. you know, is I just think it's going to be exponential in the body of Christ. I just think it just makes the enemy so angry right. to exactly. see people giving what they did Because he have. hoped in those moments that's I right, would become bitter and right. I would be like, I mm-hmm. won't do that for anyone that's else because right. no one did mm-hmm. it for me. Mm-hmm. I won't give anyone an opportunity because no one gave me an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I won't hold the door open for anyone because I got this door open all by myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm not holding it on, you know, like, like I feel like, you know, we can get that way because we feel we deserve that because mm-hmm. we've worked so hard for it. But then we just repeat the, the same mistake yeah. for the next generation and we just never get the advancement that we could have right? because we keep creating the same scenario mm-hmm. for others. And if you think because you work so hard for that and that's as good as it's going to get and so I don't want to give it to someone else, you're robbing yourself of the even better God has for you. I had no marketing budget. I had nothing. <laughs> like I didn't know where these women came from. You know what I'm saying? I'm literally sat in my office like just to encourage anyone that's like, but I need this and I need that. Like I didn't have any of that. I just yeah. started from where I was and God honored my obedience yeah. and I just laid down my women's conference. Mm-hmm. Like my women's conference was huge. I'm like, it was my time to pass it on and to lay things down. But if you're like, oh, it's mine and I can't do that and I'll forever, then you just, your hands are always full of what mm-hmm. gives you in that moment fulfillment. Whereas I'd rather keep my hands open mm-hmm. because God knows better than me what I actually need. Right. And so right. so when God takes something out of your hands, it's not because he's taking it out of your hands to punish you. He's taking it out of your hands because there's something better right. for you. Mm-hmm. And so I think if we could see it that way, then I think all of us would leave the door open. Yep. All of us would, you know, encourage that person, move to one side, mm-hmm. knowing that there's better coming for us. Yeah. And that's, I think, what we've not modeled well. Yes. in generations yes. past. Yeah, I, I love that. You know, I think that, Charlotte, I love that what you've been talking about is that you've been walking out your calling mm-hmm. for, you know, mm-hmm. for 20-some years, 30-some mm-hmm. years now, yeah. um, walking out your calling and your calling to be a fully devoted follower of Jesus, mm-hmm. but really to build the body mm-hmm. of Christ, you know, yeah. to be beautiful and strong. Yeah. And your calling has remained the same, but your assignment yes. has changed every step yes. of the way. And I believe all of us have the assignment, right. you know, to invest in the generation yes. coming behind us and to create mm-hmm. a better, you know, a better experience yeah. for them. And so when I when I think about, you know, just even just being a follower of Jesus and and you actually said this in your message yeah. um this morning that, you know, that word disciple, it comes from the the Greek word methetes, mm-hmm. you know, which means a student student, mm-hmm. a pupil, mm-hmm. an apprentice. And I think mm-hmm. as long as we're on this journey right. following Jesus, we have to have that posture. Yeah. You know, a discipleship is a, is a posture yeah. of leaning in, yeah. of being open-handed, of letting go yeah. of, you know, of mindsets that are limiting ourselves and limiting others. And, you know, one of the things that um, that I've heard you say before is that, you know, in, in our journey, in our calling, as God calls us to new levels and new seasons, mm-hmm. and now I'm kind of turning the corner to talk to some more mm-hmm. younger, you know, mm-hmm. high school student, college mm-hmm student that I believe that our ceiling is going to be their right, floor, right? right? And so when God's calling them to new levels, I've heard you say that elevation requires preparation. Yeah, yeah. And I think that is really true in every area, yeah. but especially when it comes to the intention 
intentionality of our relationship. Yeah. Because this whole season is about building a community, right? Building yeah. community that is going to build our calling right. and build the kingdom. Right. And so I'd love to hear your thoughts, you know, when, when you think about that elevation requires preparation. Um, what would you say to a student or a young adult, especially as it pertains to relationships? Well, I think, you know, the Bible's clear. It says the wise walk with the wise, right? Mm-hmm. You, you know, a companion of fools will suffer harm. And I think you start to make decisions in those younger years that are crucial. Like mm-hmm. who is the company I'm keeping? And who are the voices that I'm choosing? Like we wait sometimes until we think, well, I'm in my 20s or I'm in my 30s and and then I'll get more, you know, you know, filtered about. No, start where you are right. right now and ask yourself, you know, like look at people's life. Don't look at Instagram and don't look at the reels. Look at the fruit. Mm-hmm. Look at people's marriages. Look at their children. Look at their, you know, look at their integrity. Look at their longevity. Right. Look at their consistency, you know, and then if the fruit on that tree is ripe and and it, and it's bearing fruit continually, I'd be like, I think I can learn from that. Right. I think we learn from what's cool, what's trendy, what's popular, what's getting more likes. And I'm like, that means you're not discerning the voice you need for your future mm-hmm. like like you need to be asking god like like timothy you know be prepared in season and out you need to be asking god this night might not be my in season mm-hmm. no one's asking me to communicate no one's asking me to do something i'm still a student but that means you should be preparing right and so preparation looks like the conversations you're having what you're listening to what you're watching, what questions you're asking. Mm-hmm. Are you inquisitive? Are you putting yourself in? Are you learning? Are you gleaning? All of those things actually can start at any age. They don't have to start when somebody tells you to. Right. Like I was 14 when I felt called by God and I had no idea what that meant. But I was like, I better start reading my Bible then. Mm-hmm. I better start you know, seeking him right. in the word. I better start listening to something different. I better start not being in certain conversations. I better start being in certain environments mm-hmm. if I believe that's what I'm called to be. Right. You know, when you feel like you're called to be an athlete, you don't wait until, you know, everything else in life. You go at that stage and start training. Mm-hmm. An, ath- an athlete begins training as soon as they decide that, you know, if you're 12 and you decide I want to be a swimmer, you don't wait till you're 20 to start practicing. Right. You get in the water and you start to learn and you get it. And so we know it in athletics. We know it in other areas. It's exactly the same spiritually. Mm-hmm. So I think any younger list that's like, man, I want to be used by God. I feel there's a call of God. I want to make a difference. I'd be like, look at the fruit on people's lives in your church right now older people, wiser people. I offer to babysit their kids, be around them, say, hey, can I come and clean your car? I don't know, do something that puts you in their world. That's like not expecting them to stop everything to come and do what you need him to do. But that's not how it works. Elisha left everything, burnt his plow, said goodbye to go and pour water Mm -hmm. on Elijah's hands. What we want is Elijah to come to us set up at our house, <laughs> teach us all the things we want to be taught mm-hmm. whilst we are doing our social life, having our world go Like we want it on our terms. Right. And I want to say to young people, that's not the Bible. That's your culture. Mm-hmm. That's not the Bible. Like the disciples left everything. Mm-hmm. You know, Elisha and Elijah is a story of a younger servant coming and serving alongside, you know, an older and wiser and then getting a double portion. Right. Timothy served alongside Paul and learned and was rebuked and corrected and challenged. So young people, mm-hmm. be open for that and don't ask for it on your terms. Put yourself in those people's wow. worlds. I love Show that. up. 
mm-hmm. be around, Show up. glean. Mm-hmm. You learn more from just being around people yes. Yes. oftentimes because what's on them gets on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, just being in the atmosphere, babysitting in their home, being around how they raise their kids. You know, like there's things you can do that actually put you in the environment where you're learning without having to be sat under someone that gives you the five lessons you want that right. day. <laughs> right, exactly. And you get to pick and choose which exactly. one you're going to actually, exactly. you know, podcast, you can pick and exactly. choose which, which lesson I'm going to go for yeah. today. Yeah. But a couple of things you said there I thought were so good was that you said, look for fruit in their lives. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we mistake, you know, success for fruitfulness yes. and we look for success. Yes. But we're looking for fruit. Yes. And so, and where do you find fruit? You yes. know, you're probably not going to find it at the club. Yeah. You're probably not yeah. going to find it, yeah. you know, at the party yeah. on Friday night. Yeah. You're going to find it mm-hmm. where the people of God are hanging out, mm-hmm. right? And so you're to, to find those places, put yourself in the position where right. there's a lot of fruit happening. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then the other thing that you said is just, you know, just keep showing up. And mm-hmm. I, I've said this before, you know, our journey in leadership, I would say, boils down to opportunities came within proximity. Yeah. Opportunity comes in proximity yeah. of great fruitful leaders, yeah. right? Yeah. And you just keep showing up. Yeah. And when, you know, something is vacated, a position is vacated, they turn around and you're there, you actually get thrown yeah. into some opportunities you never even dreamed, exactly. imagine, you know, that exactly. you could have ever imagined. And know? I think I would say also just, you know, just one last thought to throw out there. I want to say to some of you, be low maintenance. Mm. Like I think, especially as women, mm-hmm. we can be high maintenance, like be low maintenance, like like if you are high maintenance, then it's hard. It's hard to help you because there's so much that's going on mm. that is high maintenance. And I've learned to be low maintenance. Like, like, like I felt God say to me only a couple of months ago, Charlotte, you're a good invisible friend. I don't need to be visible. I don't need everyone wow. to thank me. Mm-hmm. I don't need my name in lights. I'll be a friend behind the scenes. And have been the friend behind the scenes to many people that no one yeah. had ever know. Like, True. like, but a lot of people don't want to be an invisible friend. Mm-hmm. They want to be the visible friend. Mm-hmm. They want to be the celebrated. And I think we put our high maintenance yeah. out there. It's really hard to mentor high maintenance. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to take someone on a ministry trip with you who's high-maintenance. I'm like, man, wow. you know what I'm saying? Like, you're you're extra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't have room to for extra. And I want to say that in all mm-hmm. like like in all the love in the world towards you. Someone's <laughs> listening right now and you're like, well, mm-hmm. I want to be in their spot and I want to be in that. And I yeah. want and I'm like, just check that you're not so mm-hmm. high maintenance that you can't high maintenance is hard to mentor. Mm-hmm. Wow. So if you want to be mentored, then you need to stop being high maintenance because if you want to be mentored at your level all the time, that's making everybody do it according to you. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing about that in my Bible that right. Jesus did. Jesus is like, you want to go? Go. Mm-hmm. But this is what it looks like. Right. You're going to have to follow me. Right. You're going to have to leave that. You're going to have to walk away from that. You're going to have to say goodbye to that. You're not going to know where you're sleeping. You're not going to know what's happening. Like you're going to be persecuted. Yeah. Like here's the, here's a small print, guys. And it was the high maintenance of the disciples' mother who was like, you know, those two seats, the top seats, I'd like them for my sons. And he's like, you have no clue what you're asking for. <laughs> like that's right? high maintenance, high you know maintenance. what I'm saying? And Jesus shut it down. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, Jesus came to serve, not to be served. Yeah. And so I think even our example in scripture is that. And I think the more we as women can learn that, the more microphones will be open to us. Wow. The more platforms will be open to us, the more spaces we can be trusted with because we're not high maintenance. And I'm saying that with all the love yeah. in the world because I'm a girl too. Yeah. And, yeah. and so I'm saying it from a place of real honesty. Let's just keep in check that part of us that mm-hmm. sometimes gets in the way of the very place God wants mm-hmm. to put you. And I think that goes back to what you were saying, low maintenance 
is uncomplicated. Yeah. High maintenance exactly. is complicated. Exactly. Right. And so becoming more more uncomplicated. I'm not sure if that is even yeah. grammatically correct. Yeah. But um but Charlotte, I also want to just mention that um, you know, you said about I'm a good invisible friend yeah. and you are. Thank you. And what's beautiful is you're an invisible friend to a lot of people that are very visible. Mm-hmm. But you're also a very visible friend mm-hmm. to a lot of people that may seem invisible. Yeah. That who you are on the platform and the kind of friend that you are to the people that, you know, people in the kingdom mm-hmm. would, you know, would know, they mm-hmm. know their names, but you're that kind of friend mm-hmm. to people that no one knows their name. Mm-hmm. And it's so beautiful. And I think that is really, you know, the heart and the essence of what you're communicating through mm-hmm. so many that you mentor. Again, not just women, but, you know, God's used you to just be such a prophetic voice in the church world. And it's just beautiful to see the humility and the community mm-hmm. that is coming from the fruit of your ministry. And so we've been beneficiaries of that. So thank you for that. If you want to connect with some friends and dig deeper into the content from the podcast today, we've created a resource just for you. It's called Show Notes Plus. And Show Notes Plus gives you access to the notes from today's episode, discussion questions, key scripture verses, and links to additional resources, and even some devotionals. So make sure you click the link in our show notes so you don't miss out on the chance to dive deeper. I guess I have one final question. You know, um, we've talking a lot about mentorship. What's the best piece of advice that you've ever gotten from a mentor or a coach? And um, who'd you get it from? I think one of the biggest influences growing up was my dad. He was in ministry for many years and, you know, was one of the few voices, male voices Mm -hmm. that believed in me and saw a gift in me. And he never allowed my gender to get in the way. Mm-hmm. He would just give me little pieces of advice that now I look back on and I'm like, they were gold. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize they were gold. He would take me to leaders meetings where no other female was going to be wow. attending. And he would just take me and people would be I like, why is she here? I remember him taking to a meeting when I was in my pajamas. And I just was <laughs> like, dad, I want to go to the meeting. He's like, well, it's not really for you, but okay. He let my hunger be something that he mm-hmm. paid attention to. I, I remember just simple thing. I remember him one time saying to me, I mean, this shows my age now. He used to be boxed sets you know of tapes and he would have me do a message like and he's like let's record the message and it'd be on a tape a cassette and I'd have the box set or the DVD set Mm -hmm. and he'd say why are your DVDs pink and flowery he's like no man's gonna pick that up he's like but this is not a message just for women this is Mm -hmm. a message for the body Mm -hmm. so you need to stop limiting yourself by Mm -hmm. boxing yourself a certain way and so he always was challenging the way that I would put myself in a corner Mm. and get me out of the corner in my thinking, in the way I presented myself, in the way that I would speak. And so I'm super grateful for that because at an early age, he helped me realize, no, I have a voice to the body. Right. Not Mm -hmm. to one half of the body, but to the body. Mm -hmm. But I need to learn how to steward that voice Mm -hmm. well. I love that. Yeah. And again, you know, I think that people don't realize the power of their voice to be able to speak courage into somebody else's calling. Yeah. And we'll make sure that we, um, we put a link to all of Charlotte's resources. Yeah, the collective. And they a link find to the collective. Yeah. They want to find out more about that. Yeah. We'll also link a picture of cassette tapes. 
<laughs> in, the, in the show notes for those of you who have no idea. People, so, you know, we're going back there a little. <laughs> those have no idea what we're talking about. We're going to link a picture of that. So I'm you telling guys you, they're coming that. back. Uh, they're actually are coming know, back. Like right? vinyls came back. Because like, I'm actually cooler than you all think because they're actually coming back. That's right. That's right. You just h- hang on to them for this that's long. Right, that's so right. We're going to get some photos we'll there. But thank you so much thank for you, being friend. on the podcast. Thank I know this you, is going to be such an encouragement to so many that are listening. Mm-hmm. And thank you all for listening. It means so much to us. We know that your time is really, really valuable. And so we don't take it lightly that you would spend it with us. We believe in you. We want to infuse courage into your calling. And so make sure that you subscribe if you haven't already subscribed and share this podcast with a friend that you know needs to hear this powerful message from Charlotte. And we can't wait to see you next time on the So Good Sisterhood Podcast. Thank you for joining us today for the So Good Sisterhood Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, share this podcast with a friend, or leave us a comment. We hope today's episode leaves you feeling so good. 